thank you to everybody who sent in answers to this morning's question. Just to recap, we were looking for another place in the Torah which had some of the ingredients that were required for the purification of the Metzorah, the person that got Saras, translated as leprosy, but not really leprosy, for usually speaking Lashon Hara, gossiping or slandering somebody else. Those ingredients that we find in another place are hyssop, blood, the hyssop being dipped in the blood. This morning in the question I said sprinkling. In the other place really wasn't sprinkling, it was really applied. The hyssop was used to apply the blood. We have, by the Mitzorah, two birds being used for this process, one going free, one being slaughtered. In this other story, something was going free and something else was being killed. A corresponding thing. One last part of this puzzle between these two different things, this relationship, this correlation, is that the word over here, the Torah describes Tsaras as a nega Tsaras, a plague of Tsaras. And there's one other place in the Torah where the word nega is used. Thank you for everybody who sent in answers. Got some, a number of you got it. And the other place in the Torah is by the Exodus. The Jews. When they left Egypt, the night that they left Egypt, the, the, night, the night preceding leaving Egypt, they slaughtered a lamb. They dipped hyssop into the blood of the lamb, and they used the hyssop to apply the blood to their doorposts. There were two different types of firstborns, just like over here by the Mitzvah, we have two different birds, one being killed, one going free. There were two different types of firstborns that night. The Egyptian firstborns ended up being killed. The Jewish firstborns went free. And also, that last plague, the final of the ten plagues, the death of the firstborn, when God is telling Moshe about it, in Exodus chapter 11, God says to Moshe, I will send one more nega, one more plague, I'll bring upon Paro and Egypt. This is the first time in all the plagues until now, the plagues have been referred to as makos, Amaka. Now, for the first time, God calls this a nega for plague instead of the word maka. This is the only other time the word nega is used in the Torah other than our parsha of dealing with its, with Tzras and the Torah. There's one more correlation which I forgot to mention, which is that after the Mitzorah is purified, he goes back to the camp. He's allowed back into the camp during the time that he has the Tzras. He has this white blemish, whatever, you know, different types that they are. He's out of the camp. Once he goes through this process, he's allowed back into the camp, but not into anyone's house yet. He has to wait outside for seven days. And on Pesach, on Passover, we have seven days where we don't send people out of our house, but we send chametz, leaven, out of our house. So another correlation between the Exodus and this Mitzvah. So the big question is, what's the relationship? Great question. You're welcome to join me tomorrow night at 8.30. We'll be discussing this correlation between Saras and Exodus and the meaning behind it. What is that relationship about? Why are there these similarities? That link to join the discussion tomorrow night, Thursday night at 8.30 is I'll post it below. If you're on WhatsApp, I'll post it in the next message. If you are listening to the podcast, it will be in the podcast description. Again, tomorrow night, 8.30, we'll discuss this further. Thank you for listening, everybody. 
I know it's been a bit of a hiatus since we've done our last Wondering Wednesday, but with Passover behind us, hopefully we're back on track, and I'll speak to you next week on Wondering Wednesday.